Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jessica, you have podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Um, you have podcast. Uh, You look good for um, a podcaster. (laughs) Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, better or not seen <laughs> vibes. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's January, yeah. and we're talking Thanksgiving on Felicity today. We're doing it. Oh we're my gosh! It, this episode, I have to say, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about how sometimes we're like ever so slightly spoiled in like the dumbest way possible where it's like we might know big episodes are coming up because people want a guest on them right like people want a guest on the big episodes this makes sense we don't have a guest this episode and so not that this is a big episode but like i i have to say i watched this episode and absolutely loved it yeah me too i think it's the first time that i was like oh this is very very fun i like this a lot this like, okay this gave me yeah this gave me vibes of not that the other episodes haven't been good i just want to clarify well, some of them haven't i'll but like, say it like i mean like i i gotta be like i mean yeah like it's definitely to have johnson's creek be like i used to say like this is my favorite show that i'm currently watching the last yeah. three years i'm like you know, Felicity wasn't at that car- uh, caliber, but... Exactly. But now, I felt like Thanksgiving was the first episode where I felt like the vibes were there. Like, and I know that is such a generic thing to say, but it was like, I felt like, okay, oh, we're here now. Like, now we've established our characters. Like, what they're doing makes sense. I don't hate everyone. No. And on top of that... I felt like it was one of the first times where we got most of our important characters in one room together, which there's something magical about it, Sarah, like on an ensemble show, like I'm looking at friends and looking at community, like shows like that 
where all your characters are in one room, those tend to be my favorite episodes of those shows. So true. And so when we got this, I was like, even though it it took all the way till the end of the episode to happen, I was so, so pleased, even though a lot of it um, didn't make a ton of sense. And I was like, why are we, why? Um, But even still, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I'm so excited to talk about the breakout star, Javier, the icon (laughs) that he is. (laughs) Yeah. Also, yeah, totally. I think that there was, like, speculation that, like, Javier would be, like, my favorite character. And I was, like, the first couple times we met Javier, I'm like, I don't see it. He's kind of mean. But, like, mean in a way that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Javier is an icon. I mean, yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna jump right into talking about him because he's like in the first scene of the episode. But yeah, suffice it to say that I felt like once I wa- was done watching this episode, this was one of the first episodes where I was like, I can immediately watch that again. Like I I really yes. could. Yeah. Um, and that's a good episode when you're like when you want to rewatch it. So, uh, we're here, folks. We're in the heart of Felicity. I feel like now, and I'm no, and we're also like there's tea there's drama this episode again like there's a there's a a hannah appearance like why did no one want to guest on this episode it's a great episode yeah i'm not quite sure but like i i gotta say like maybe i should have been like more patient with the show felicity because this is the first season most shows need a season at least to get into the group of things like i i am sorry for the sins that i have done um so yeah we're talking thanksgiving that's the literal episode or title uh season one episode nine uh and we start out with uh usually we get this like big monologue from Mm -hmm. felicity but no i loved that we jump right into things where we're at dean and deluca and javier is having a conversation with felicity and he's like He's telling her that if Nono is going to be there for Thanksgiving, he's not going. And there's a little space out by the garage. She's going to leave him out there. And I love that Felicity's <laughs> like, wait a minute. Is Nono a dog? And, and Javier's just like, no. No. <laughs> but I'm not going to elaborate who Nono is. He gets think, pulled away to work. I think Nono is like Nana. Nono. That's what I was gra- thinking. Has to be grandpa, right? Why does he want her out by the garage? <laughs> because <laughs> no no is is no just no that's it that's, that's yeah. all you get uh i loved this and i love that like okay because we had said like why does javier hire felicity you know what i mean like she's she's a fuck up she's dramatic she's you know but i feel like after we get this tiny teeny like morsel of a scene with javier it is so apparent to me that javier is like girl, I recognize that you have drama like I have drama and I need that energy around me so that I'm not the only one with drama. That or, yeah, I think that he's definitely feeding off of Felicity's energy and also like, hmm, not like, I don't know if he's like manipulative like this, but like, I think that he also probably sees that Felicity is pretty malleable and maybe a little bit of a pushover. And it's like, if he's like, hey, Felicity, I need you to work a double today. Felicity will just stumble stumble over her words as I just did and uh, <laughs> be agreeable. But yeah, like obviously she's a drama factory and he loves to see it. So yeah, I think he just feasts on the drama, you know, when you work <laughs> yes. at like a cafe, I feel like 50% of the reason you would want that job is because of the drama. 
Yes, and kind of like we just covered Empire Records. There's just something about oh. a place yes. where mostly young people work. Yes. It is like a fester of drama and incestual relationships amongst yes. the coworkers and fights. And remember, we were talking about like Javier is kind of like Empire Records Joe. Yes. But he's like a little bit older and a little bit too close to the teenagers. Yes. That but- is exactly who Javier is. And I felt like. This episode did such a good job with him in setting that up because previously he really wasn't around a ton. And so to then get like these where I feel like I have a very clear idea of who Javier is after this episode. Yeah. And I think the show figured out who Javier is as well. Like I think that like in maybe at first he was supposed to be the like mean boss and then they're like, "Mm, this is not going to work, but we can be like, petty cool boss yeah the petty boss petty (laughs) like mean like snarky but like lovable uh someone that doesn't have a filter it's just all good and um we see julie everybody goes to this dean and deluca like it's the place to go yeah i guess it's probably like the local coffee shop that's like down the block from nyu and Julie yeah. shows up and everyone's trying to get ready for leaving for Thanksgiving break. And yeah, Felicity in her voiceover talks about the fact that she's supposed to be going home for Thanksgiving and like she has plans for like the entire long weekend. And she's basically like, I have to put up with my parents. Like, I'll just have to get through it. And then Julie comes in and gosh, I, I love this like tiny moment where uh felicity asks like oh how are you doing and julie is like immediately irritated because she, like obviously <laughs> i love the continuity right like we're not just going to mm-hmm. forget the Never. sexual assault that happened last episode thank goodness thank um, goodness but julie is like frustrated because she's like please can everyone like stop asking me that like i i feel like every time someone asks me that they think i'm about to just cry everywhere um and she, he's she, and felicity's like okay got it i will not i will not be doing that and i've appreciated that from her yeah, I mean, M- Felicity is like such the MVP this episode because I think that it's the first time where I'm like, you're actually being a good friend. Yes, yes. Okay, because we're, we're going to talk about like obviously the Noel stuff as like a separate thing. <laughs> However, yeah. I will say um, I – oh my god. I don't know why this like makes me feel emotional, but like the way Felicity – was so I mean not that she really wanted to go home anyway but like pretty much immediately was like my girl Julie needs me I'm going to be here with her and I was like I mean it's a bit self selfish in terms of she doesn't want to go home anyway but like staying at home and trying to figure out a thing or staying in a dorm and trying to figure out like a Thanksgiving dinner certainly isn't like the top of my list of things I want to do okay let's be honest Felicity is 30% there for Julie such a good friend yeah but no actually 33 percent. let's do thirds 33.333 percent there for julie 33 percent there because she doesn't want to go home and 33 percent that she wants to stalk noel and hannah okay be transparent this is all very fair this is fair 
Um, however, I still felt like she made a very good effort to help Julie with everything going on with Thanksgiving and make her feel better. But I like, very totally fair. agree. But like, let's be very clear about let's her give, intentions. Let's here. not give uh, Felicity a gold medal. Maybe just like a silver <laughs> or a bronze. Wait, hold on. Me, new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, but the other is gold. Which I learned <laughs> from uh from Girl Scouts. But like, also, bitch, why are you ranking friends? Yeah, and what's wrong is, with you, bitch? Why is the Girl Scouts teaching to rank your friends? <laughs> this which is the problem with society. Well, everyone's like, Sarah, why do you like ranking so much? Well, bitch, I was a fucking Girl Scout. They told yeah. me to rank. I was told. As millennials, we were taught yeah. everything must have a label and a ranking system. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I legit was chasing that BFF necklace from all the bitches. Yeah. Every yeah. single bitch, I wanted the other half of their BFF necklace. I love the idea of you going home and being like, hmm, which half BFF necklace should I wear today? Uh, <laughs> do I want to be best friends with Elizabeth or do I want to yeah. be? <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. And then when they took their best friend necklaces back, I burned their house down. Oh my God. No, that never happened because nobody ever gave me their BF head necklaces. Let's be clear. Like, I went to Claire's and bought like eight of them, hoping that somebody would accept my other half. Oh my God, that's terrible. That's this awful. Yeah, well, Mom's you know bad. what? I would. <laughs> You should be, but, um, <laughs> um, but, but here's the tea. Here's the drama. So Felicity's like, oh, aren't you going to be lonely? Like staying on campus all by yourself. And she's like, no, 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 It's going to be fine. I'm not even going to be totally alone. Cause Noel's staying here. Uh, he's staying for dorm monitoring and Felicity's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and Julie spills the tea. She says, guess what? Hannah's coming to town, bitch. Mm -hmm. Now, I yeah, don't remember. Julie. I'm going to check on our um, our little guesses here. Do we have anything about Hannah? <gasps> you had a guess about Hannah. Would you like me to uh, remind you of what your your uh, theory or your, what is it, prediction was about Hannah? Yeah, let's hear it. Noel's girlfriend, Hannah, shows up. So check mark. And she's blonde. No. Oh. With perfectly straight hair. Check. Okay, well, at least she has two out of three. Hair. Two out of three. Yeah. She does show up, but she's not blonde, but she does have perfectly straight hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised because I remember us discussing um, Hannah. I was like, the reason why we don't see a picture of Hannah is because they haven't cast Hannah yet. So I'm not surprised that we get Jennifer Garner as Hannah, an established question mark actress, at least established in some um, sort of form. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right alias now. Yet? Is alias happening now? Is it happening in the future? I think it's happening ever so slightly after this, but I'm going to check on her um, on Jennifer Garner's IMDb right now sure. because I, she looks very young in this. So I was like, I don't, I don't really know like where yeah. this falls in her, in her timeline. Yeah, so it's interesting because like, uh, yeah, like I think that was a very thought out. Like we will be bringing Hannah, and she will be like a, a focal point. And I really, really enjoyed this. But yeah, uh, Felicity did not enjoy this news because I think that, like, especially because Hannah was supposed to come the day after Felicity was supposed to leave. So this yes. puts a wrench in everything because. Uh, Felicity just can't not. She really She's can't. She's so curious. I feel like there, I, I don't know why every show we watch where I'm just like, I always see a bit of you in the characters, mm. but I'm just like, Felicity just wants to know. She's too curious that she wants to know at least what Hannah looks like, right? Because Hannah is her competition. Like whether or not Felicity wants to admit it, Hannah is her competition. Um, also, yeah. I looked it up. 
Jennifer Garner was on Felicity in 1998 and Alias started in 2004. So it's okay. a little, it's like six years later in between she did do Catch Me If You Can and Daredevil. Um, but like it was right after Alias that, or I guess Alias started or whatever, that mm-hmm. like 13 going on 30 starts. Oh, wait, no. But Sorry. Alias is, Alias is 2001. Okay. So there's only four years between Felicity and Alias. But was she, wait, she was in Seventh Heaven, right? No, she was not in Seventh Heaven. You're thinking Ooh. of uh, Jessica Beale. Got it. Who? So was she in anything? Up oh, to she, this point? she has plenty of things on her IMDb. Yes, um, but nothing in my opinion that is like that I see as like this is huge. Uh, before Felicity. Okay. Well, anyway, a, a, a breakout star, uh, on on the horizon, and this, yeah. like I said, definitely throws a wrench into Felicity's plans. And I, I, I do, I do want to give Felicity credit of being a good friend to Julie. She needs to, like Julie. It's really sad because, um, the storyline with Julie is obviously she just got raped and her by her boyfriend, and her boyfriend. Um, got kicked out of school. So that was a lifeline that she thought that she could trust, that she could not. And she doesn't want to go home and face her parents because we find out later in the episode that she feels as though, like, if she tells her parents, they're going to look at her differently. And, like, all she really wants in the world is for her parents to drop everything and just show up without her asking yeah and which oh god that's so heart-wrenching like i totally understand that feeling like let me be clear i don't want any of my parents to just show up at the door but like (laughs) i definitely wanted like people to show up without me asking like that's that's you know that's all we we want in this world is like we really want people to show up when they um when you need it the most and then to see elena get that oh such a gut-wrenching feeling uh that is totally um me when i spent like so many years watching all of my friends get engaged before me just like a punch in the face like all you're doing in this world is just living it's like the equivalent equivalent to like i really want a ps5 and everybody else on christmas got a ps5 but me yeah what bullshit anyway let's move forward to the episode because we get noel and he's saying goodbye to lewis who's lewis lewis is isn't lewis one of the ones that like there was roommate drama and one guy was gonna kill another guy and lewis was like the victim in that situation like the other guy no. knives or something i feel like he was the guy that wanted to kill somebody i don't know maybe um but so he leaves it's just yeah who who really cares it doesn't really matter well um, he but, gives him a hug yeah he gets a little he gets a little hug goodbye um Fel- of course he walked no walks in on felicity trying to pack her suitcase very typical this feels like every show has done this where a person can't close their suitcase because it's too full mm-hmm. and uh noel comes in and he's and it's just like oh okay great here sit on my suitcase um but Here's the thing, Sarah. This is another thing where I was like, oh, my God, Sarah and Felicity, they're they're a lot alike. <laughs> um, where he, he's like, uh, she's like, listen, you have to babysit my plant while I'm gone for a few days. And he goes over and it's an avocado pit in a glass of water. <laughs> and yeah. you've not only done this, but also I was like, OK, because you've done this. And I know after talking to you about like the, the situation with avocado pits and all of that, um, this avocado 
avocado pit can sit here for a few days and it would be fine. I don't think it needs a babysitter. No, it really doesn't. And I think that, so she's like, you have to change the water every day. I uh, changed the water like once a week and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bit extra, but it is like, hey, it looks like what you would expect an avocado pit rooting in water to look like. Um, And this is also, we get like the appearance of a magic eight ball. And I don't know if this is important. It felt like a specifically notable thing, but I guess like Felicity had borrowed Noel's magic eight ball. And I'm like, why? <laughs> it's just college <laughs> shit, Jessica. When I went to college, I brought my own magic eight ball. And I also, I brought the weirdest knickknacks to college. I don't know why I brought, you know, like those like little bellhop dangers, ringers, bells. Yes. I brought that. Why? I don't know. I brought my gnome yeah. collection. Why? Just like, I oh, I know. need to borrow this. Okay. Well, it's like she needed to help make decisions. Yeah. And so she borrowed the eight ball. And they have like a, a thing about like, oh, I got Outlook good. No, you didn't. Um, and, and again, another thing where I was like, oh, my God, Felicity and Sarah, are the same person where she's like, no, I got Outlook good. That's why I packed my mock turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I like I pack my turtlenecks like no matter what. Like you got to pack all your turtlenecks. <laughs> I have. You know, I've talked a lot about this, but my love for turtlenecks sees no sees no bounds. Like yeah. I love a turtleneck. I trust them. I know them. No necks are found between September and April. Not one <laughs> no neck. Necks. Not a single neck appears. No. Um, and mostly yeah. because there's hickeys all over my neck. All but right. no, I'm Why? joking. What? <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking um, but yeah felicity is a little bit sassy she's a little passive aggressiva here when she's like asks the eight ball is noel's girlfriend coming to new york yeah it's instead like, of just oh, having a direct conversation like an adult we're going to uh be petty because for petty's sake and he apologizes for not telling her and um it is very weird and tensionful because like obviously felicity's still mad about the fact that he initiated a kiss like he yes. initiated feelings for her like yes. he was like creepy stalker and he wasn't transparent in having a girlfriend and yeah. she found out like mid date when she thought that this date was like the start she of was something. starting to get feelings she was catching feelings for noel at that mm -hmm. date and that's when she finds out and like flips out on him yeah. rightfully so rightfully um, so yeah. and i of course she's mad and she's like like she's being a, like a smidge petty about it because it's just like um yeah like you you aren't even being transparent with me like i thought we were like really close yeah. friends like you know, uh, so she, I don't know. It's it's interesting. And he yeah. he's already really awkward about he it. He is like because Felicity tries to pull the like, oh, well, you could talk to me about Hannah because we're friends. Right. And they like roll. It's like they look at the eight ball. It says, oh, it's decidedly so whatever. But like everyone and their mother knows like, no, there's still like something going on between them. And uh, Felicity is not okay, or at least like very curious to see Hannah and like, I would see be. what her competition is. Of course, who would who wouldn't be if yeah. all you had was like a tiny photo to go off of? I mean, and this is the day before like social media really was a thing, so it's not like you could have internet stalked them, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Have so you, you ever... only would have an, a one on one like interaction in person to be able to judge that person off of? You've never met like. 
like an ex of Will's no. or like a girl that he had a crush on. No, like I don't even honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't know that I've even seen a photo of anyone Will has ever dated. No? Like I've heard stories and like I've heard names that I don't remember, but like no honestly no and a part of the reason is like he didn't have like super significant relationships you know what i mean so it's like a a girl like a friend that was a girl no does will have friends he has friends he doesn't have a ton of like he doesn't have it no he doesn't have a ton of like friends that are girls that i'm not also friends with if that makes sense true i i I understand yeah um but no i i mean listen if it was a thing, right? Like I, I will full on admit to this. If Will and I had started dating and I knew that like maybe he was recently out of a relationship or like I knew he had had a significant relationship that lasted like multiple years, blah, blah, blah. You bet your bottom fucking dollar I would have been internet stalking the fuck out of that person. Yeah. Um, of course. Obviously. Yeah. I'm a human, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you, I feel like you're very similar, right? Like, I, it would kind of kill us to only have a photo of Hannah to go off of. Right. Yeah. I think so. Like, obviously, she doesn't know much about Hannah. She doesn't really know what their relationship is like. Um, we know that they've been long distance for a while. They're high school sweethearts. So... Uh, yeah, a lot of curiosity around it. And I don't know, for me, I'm such a jealous bitch that I would just like, oh, I don't know, but I don't own, I don't, I don't own him. They're not together. They're yeah, exactly. Not together. They're not together. That's the thing that she has to remember is like, as much as her and Nola are very close, this is his girlfriend. And so like, it's, it's tricky. Um, and then we're back at, we're at Ben's apartment and he is like, he's trying to find things. Uh, and Sean comes out cause he's packing cause he's going home and Sean comes out. And let me just say, the more I see of Sean, the more I absolutely adore him as a character because I love when there are characters who don't provide a ton of like, there's not a lot of depth, right? Yeah. However, they have like specific quirks and obviously Ben's or Sean, excuse me, Sean's is like, he's an inventor, right? He invents things. He has creative ideas, but I don't know why this cracked me up so much. He comes out and he's in his robe and he has shaving cream all over his face. And he's like, Hey, where's your razor? And he's like, I packed my razor. I need it. And he's like, and it turns out, that he's been using his razor this entire That's so gross and so dangerous because it's so easy to nick yourself. And that just that just feels like a uh I don't know, like cross t- contamination, like accidental STD, yeah. like I don't know. It gives me the creeps. And it's, like it's gross, like and yeah. especially because razors are like fairly inexpensive like you could get like disposable razors for very cheap so i don't yeah. know why he's borrowing someone else's i don't he's so interesting and you're right like he's so quirky and it's something that like you don't i feel like you see it in sitcoms where there's just like some rando quirky character and he kind of reminds me of like a young mr heckles um is that his name from, from friends. friends yes the downstairs neighbor 
Yeah, like, let's, yeah, like, you know what? I could see Sean growing up to be Mr. Heckles. Like, you'd yes. have to have a, a good amount of like bitterness in between, like bad life yeah. circumstances in well, between. The the, the issue it. is that none of his inventions ever took off, and it's like why he has like all these random knickknacks because he's like inventing stuff and collecting stuff. Like, I can just totally see that is what he turns into. But it also just like reminds me of like a Disney Channel character where there's just like this one guy that like only eats corn dogs. Like it's just yeah. like such like a weird sitcom thing. Especially yes, it, you're totally right. It gives sitcom vibes because when he like there's such little there's tiny moments with him where he like he picks up the magazine and he's like reading it and he's like, "Oh, there's going to be huge planes in the future." And it's like what <laughs> why why um like, yes and yeah so um but yeah he he talks about his plans for thanksgiving he has this huge family thing that his brother throws on long island and i was like i am so unsurprised to find out sean is from long island he gives long island vibes yeah, yeah. Really does anybody who is like a, a, around the like new york mm-hmm. new york new jersey area like will know exactly what we're talking about like my husband is from long island there's like yeah. Although I don't think he, I don't think my husband gives Long Island vibes. If I'm being honest, I don't think he does. Um, but certain people give Long Island vibes, and Sean gives Long Island yeah. vibes. He's from Farmingdale. That's where he's from. I know it. I can what tell. Is Farmingdale. Uh, it's just in Long Island. Oh, Sean is. You're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and so uh, I'm at the Pequot, baby. Oh, and we find <laughs> and we find out Sean has also been using Ben's deodorant, which is like honestly a crime against humanity. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about this before. What's worse? Razor using somebody else's razor, using somebody else's deodorant, using somebody else's toothbrush. Oh, this is a fantastic question. Let's see. I think, I think toothbrush might be the worst because it's going in someone's mouth. I think that use somebody's razor that you're not supposed to and you can get aids is what i'm thinking i think that that's, I the most that's fair. dangerous i guess i don't really understand i never understood why razors it's like you know how like there's always this trope where if a girl shaves her legs with her boyfriend's razor and then he uses it on his face he like cuts himself i don't understand why that happens because you dull it oh well dull- either way um no, I still think toothbrush is the worst, but razor is really bad. Deodorant, I don't think is as bad. Um, I it's in fact pits, have, you know? I mean, I, exactly. I've let my husband borrow my deodorant when we were traveling, and he like forgot to pack Lady his speed stick. <laughs> he did. He did have to use a woman's deodorant, um, but it was fine. I mean, like, listen. I told him, I will let you borrow this, but if there's a single hair in it, when it gets back in my possession, I will murder you. So it's your responsibility to pick the hairs out. Are you a solid a soft solid or a gel deodorant girly or you a spray well that would make sense i use a, i believe it's solid i don't know what a semi-solid deodorant is it's it's in between that's the one that i use i use well i could just tell you the brand i use and then you would know um i i, I believe i use dove deodorant oh i who cares but I like the secret clinical strength because I <laughs> it's not embarrassing. No, I'm, I'm not sorry. It was just I did I was not expecting this. Because it really works. I believe listen, 
I will tell you right now, there are days where I'm like, no, I'm going to put on extra deodorant because I'm feeling specifically spicy down there. And I'm not about to have down that in my there. Life. Well, down, you know, below my head, down in the pits. <laughs> I'm not deodorant anywhere else. That seems dangerous. You might. You what? might. There is a thing, though, I will let people know. If yeah. if you're a girly or a boy uh, if you're somebody who suffers from a little bit of the tree trunk leg situation, a little bit of the thunder thigh situation, yeah. and you get a little bit of the chub rub, we all don't be embarrassed. It happens. I got thick thighs. I have since birth. I came out and they were just roaring, ready to go. There is a thing you can get that I forget the name of it that I can picture. Babe. It looks like deodorant and it's in a blue <laughs> container and you put it. And if you know, you're going to be like in a sundress and it's going to be hot, you put it between the, the thighs and it like mm -hmm. helps with the chafing. Yeah. I'm trying to help people out. I know. I I own it. It's, it is, you're like talking like it's a revolutionary product. Well, people might not know about it. You know, I'm trying to help uh -huh. the people anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um but yeah don't use other people's personal products without their uh consent i think yes the main yeah that that's the, that's the lesson here but you know we the whole concept of this podcast is shit the 90s taught me we learned in the 90s that you can't use somebody else's shit that's what we that's yes what that we is learned. what we learned that's, and we learned you can't internet in this, people yeah we're six minutes in this podcast <laughs> we're, never gonna finish this we're gonna be here until next year okay so um Felicity is saying goodbye to Elena. Elena's leaving, bringing all her books, which Felicity is surprised about. She's going to her dad's. Um, he only lives like 30 minutes away, which I was like, mm -hmm. whoa, that's very well, close to be dorming. But hey, girl, do you? Well, I mean, she obviously has some weird stuff with her family because Felicity says, have fun with your dad. And she says that would be a first. Yikes. So um, Felicity then goes to Julie's room. And Julie is hiding away in her blanket, which is private cocooning time. She but... really, again, everything. I don't know why I, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, Sarah, but everything reminds me of you where I saw yeah. this and I was like, she's cocooning. <laughs> I love to cocoon in bed and cry under there. That's sacred. But, you know, she finds Julie and she's crying and Felicity is like, because Julie said, you can't ask me if I'm okay unless you see me, like, breaking down crying. And yeah. Felicity's like, I'm going to ask you if you're okay now. And this is where she decides she's going to stay because she sees that Julie is in need. And I thought that this was, like, really big of Felicity. I thought that she was being a really good friend in this moment. Yeah, because Julie says, like, and I, gosh, not that I've been through what uh, Julie has been through, but, like, the idea of not knowing how to to exist around her parents post what happened to her. You know what I mean? Like not knowing what to say, not knowing what to do. And then on top of that feeling like, well, you said it, like maybe I will be lonely. Um, And I really like that Felicity, like, again, we've said she's certainly not only staying here for Julie, but I like it feels like in this moment that she was like, I'm not going home. I'm staying with my friend, Julie. Yeah, I really loved it. She was like, we can cook a big dinner. We can have Thanksgiving together. It'll be so cool. Our first um, Thanksgiving yeah. away from home on our own. And they're about to set off and start going shopping for this Thanksgiving dinner. And guess who they run into at the elevator? Oh, my Not God. An incredible moment where yeah. they bump into Noel and Hannah and Hannah is played by Jennifer Garner. She has straight, straight. And I, like, here's the thing: we all knew that whoever Noel was dating was going to be a straight hair girly. We yeah. just knew it because Felicity has the curliest, loveliest hair. 
that yeah. it had to be someone who was like organized, had straight hair, wasn't a lunatic, and also, of course, has teeny tiny glasses. <laughs> Yeah, the total opposite of Felicity. I agree. Um, those glasses are a crime against humanity, but it's okay. I I hate those glasses. <laughs> they're so bad, but they're so yeah. of the time, Sarah. Like they are, I had glasses just, like that too. We all did. It's just so depressing because like Jennifer Garner is somebody that doesn't have like tiny little like pixie fig um features like Felicity. Yeah. And like her facial structure really would do better with a larger glasses but that wasn't the that wasn't the style of the time so she looks like terrible yeah um and 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 it's just like it makes me so depressed because like once again like i thought that i was just such an uggo because i couldn't wear glasses well and it's because i needed the bigger glasses but that's what yeah. was not in style at the time but nonetheless this is such an awkward interaction because it's Noel, so terrible. He introduces them as like his advisees, like not yeah. even his friends. Yeah, these kids over here. Oh, it was so awful, right? And he like goes, he's like, oh, we find out that apparently Julie is from Maine, which I don't know that we knew. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's it's just so awkward because he starts to say to hannah like oh felicity's from and felicity's like oh she doesn't care where i'm from and i'm like wait felicity you're making it they're both noel i'm gonna just say felicity and noel are both at fault for this awkward interaction i don't think so i really thought it was mainly noel noel me. started it noel yeah. started the awkwardness which i felt yeah. like well, felicity picked up on and then continued. introduces julie first and does not introduce felicity felicity has to cut in and introduce herself and yeah. then from there her pettiness came out and was yeah. like, I don't know, like I'm I'm pissed that you're not introducing me and you're not introducing us as your friends. We hang out all the time. And on top of that, you just called us kids. So the interaction is weird. If I was Hannah, I would be picking up on this shit right away. Oh, a thousand percent. And I do think, I will say, like we don't get a ton from Hannah, but I do think she feels the vibes. Like she definitely... At the very least, no shit is off, but she can't quite pin down what it is. Yeah, doesn't she keep asking, like, did you eat beets? Because whenever you eat beets, you have an allergic uh, reaction. Yeah, she says he gets a hyper a reaction when he eats beets. Like, what a weird thing to <laughs> What a weird anecdote. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's very very awkward it turns out that hannah also is a pianist like she composes and it's like again she gives very and i feel like jennifer garner gives girl next door vibes anyway yeah so it's kind of like yeah it's all it's all very much yeah so i think that felicity is already starting to feel threatened i think that she's maybe she recognizes that she is really the opposite of hannah and yeah. maybe it's like probably alarming because it's kind of like when you ask your significant other who their celebrity crush is and if they look the exact opposite of you you're oh. like what am i excuse me you know like if you look <laughs> that's like very amanda, fair it's like yeah. how can you be attracted to both of us at the same time yeah like if you look like an amanda seyfried and they say that like their crush is like an angelina jolie it's like 
what are we doing here? Like that mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of like who I am. Um, maybe not. Maybe Angelina Jolie is closer to a metacite breed anyway because they both have like big whatever. eyes and yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know but, what I mean. You know. What yeah. I mean. But Noel and Hannah immediately are like, we get they're making out in bed. They're like tops are coming off. And it's, like, very strange because they seem very hot and heavy for, like, 2.5 seconds. And then Noel seems to be, like – I mean, they both kind of back off. But Noel is the first one to be, like, so, are you hungry? Do you think that Noel came in his pants? Is that what happened here? Is that the Oh, issue? no. No, I, I'm joking. I don't oh, think that okay. that's I was going to say I'm pretty sure he was, like, very mentally distracted by the Felicity interaction. Yeah, I think so, too. It gets awkward. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because, because Hannah tries again and Noel, like, pushes off of her. So it's off. Yeah. The vibes are off. Like, I think that they definitely it's been I, I do agree with the notion that like it takes a little bit to get back into the swing of things. But you can just tell that something is like not right between them. Yeah, I mean, I I personally and obviously we'll learn later about Hannah's situation. But I oh, I felt very strongly that it wasn't just Noel. From like this point, because it they both it wasn't like he was like, Are you hungry? And she was like, No, I want to fuck you right here. Like she was just like, Yeah, okay, I guess. Like, whatever, that's fine. Um, yeah. I don't know that she was it felt like they both were making out because they felt like they were should be making out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um Hey Sarah, I know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I I, I, get, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books plus free shipping which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, You and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48 hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. Uh, it was it was really good and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have um but the great thing is Sarah is that listeners can sign up for book of the month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code pedals for just five dollars wow what a deal check out book of the month club for all of your reading needs Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Uh, so we yep. see Julie and Felicity come back with a heap ton of groceries. Um, it seems as low, though, they don't have access to an oven. So everything is microwavable, which is cursed. But this whatever. feels awful. This is like a terrible, terrible plan, especially because we'll get into it later. But I'm like, why didn't you buy like a pre-cooked turkey or like a rotisserie chicken? It doesn't make any sense to try to make your own turkey, but OK. Uh, but they run into Ben, who apparently has some screw up with his plane ticket. He still has to like track it down. And he finds out, oh, they're staying here like we thought it would be fun. And hey, if you're around, we're doing dinner at six o'clock if you want to join. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to figure it out. I don't understand, like, how is he looking for his plane ticket? So he said something in the beginning of the episode where it was like his, okay, this is like way back in the day, right? So you needed a physical plane ticket. It wasn't like on your cell phone. I believe his parents purchased him a ticket and he was responsible for retrieving said ticket from like somewhere i don't know is this like the western union type of thing like i think so i have to or like maybe there's like an actual ticket agency and you have to go to the ticket agency it's it feels so stupid but this is the reality of the 90s i think that's what they had to do is just go and get a physical ticket from somebody it didn't or like or unless it like because remember when concert tickets came in the mail (laughs) like oh yeah. or like broadway tickets everything, like everything yeah. was physical everything was like a physical piece of paper yeah like it didn't even it wasn't even a printable ticket but so bizarre but anyway we see elena and her dad and this is an interesting interaction because like her dad's like very focused on the tv and elena is very focused on making her father proud of her which i don't think that her father's not proud of her like because she shows him a paper that she wrote with a high grade and he's like that's amazing like you're the second highest in your class that's incredible like alina no offense but like what else do you want besides that praise maybe it's because like i don't get praise from my parents like that no but i got okay i got a similar vibe that you did where like she was like Look, I got a 94. It was like the second highest in my class. And he looks like it's not like he just is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't even look. He takes the paper. He looks at it. I just I don't know if she wanted him to read it. I would have never expected my parents to read a paper on like inorganic chemistry. You know, like I just I wouldn't have expected that. But it definitely feels this is where I think I land on this, where I think that there is so much bad history between them already that like it takes almost nothing for elena to be like oh this was a waste of my time you know yeah i guess like maybe she wanted him to engage in conversation a little bit like like what do you find interesting in this course like what's going on like maybe he wanted she wanted him to ask more questions and he just like goes back to the tv um, she also wanted to make a dinner for just two of them, but he had already made arrangements to go to a neighbor's house, and she was not happy about that either. Yeah, she wanted it just to be the two of them. And I think the vibes that I'm getting from this is that her father is so afraid to have one-on-one time with his daughter that he will do almost anything to prevent that, which includes going to the neighbors for dinner. And I think she's like peeved because that is not what she understood the arrangement to be. She mm-hmm. wanted one-on-one time with her father. Well, okay. Like here, here's my argument, but with that, like I, I totally agree with you, but also 
like Alina could be spending all day in the kitchen or she could spend all day next to her dad and spend quality yeah. time with him and yeah. then they can uh somebody else can take on the responsibility of cooking but you know different strokes for different folks yeah uh but back to Noel Noel and Hannah who are eating at a diner and Hannah has news she got accepted into the New York Conservatory and Big. she didn't even tell him she had applied cuz she was like I didn't even know if I would get in and uh you you know we had that talk about how you and I would be so much better if we were together and I thought what the hell I didn't know and I really like that immediately Hannah is able to pick up on the fact that Noel is like not immediately happy with this news that he seems like very conflicted about everything and she's like well I could transfer like next semester if I wanted to and he does the whole like oh my gosh that's fantastic and yeah. Like the thing is, Sarah, when you've been dating someone for long enough, they can read your body language very well. And he puts his hand on his forehead and she's like, that's the thing you do when you're stressed. Like you're obviously very stressed by this. <laughs> yeah. It's all very transparent to her that he is not over the moon excited for this. And obviously like he's just thinking to Felicity and thinking, you know, gosh, I have a lot less freedom with her in New York, which is terrible. Uh, but that is the reality of what's going on between them. So I like mm -hmm. how she calls it out. It's not like she's she's not holding on to these little tidbits of like this is off. Like she is calling his shit out, which I definitely appreciate. I do too. I like that. I think Hannah is such an interesting character. Given I think her personality is very interesting, where she is like. She is not someone who's just going to be like, go along with the flow, even though it's very obvious that Noel is troubled by something. She's And I like that she also is like, well, listen, like you have your RA stuff to figure out. Like, we'll talk about it. We don't have to decide right this second. Yeah. Like, she's very level headed, which yes. is very refreshing. And refreshing. different. <laughs> it's different. And also like, but also it's like so interesting that like. Noel is attracted to someone who like Felicity who is like very you know airy and like very flighty and, yeah. and well I think it's like partly because Hannah if I'm remembering correctly was like his high school sweetheart right mm -hmm. and I truly feel like when you're dating someone who's like your high school sweetheart you don't really know anything else. Like you're you're dating like the first your first love in a sort, and so you don't really know what it is that you're looking for in a relationship. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, right? Like my parents are high school sweethearts. Like it's fine, but like I'm just saying that a lot of times you date someone and you're not really sure what it is that you want in a relationship at that point. I don't think, and I, even now I would say. Noel and Hannah and Felicity are all in that. They're in their, you know, they're in college. Like they're very young. Yeah. I felt like it took me until I was in my mid to late twenties to realize what I wanted in a partner and what I didn't want in a partner. Yeah. And so I think that's partly it as, as well. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think that maybe he's, that's a reason why he's attracted to Felicity is because she is pretty much the opposite of yes. Felicity in terms of personality. Yeah. And um, but I just like I don't know, the entire episode, I was just like rooting for Hannah. I was just like, Well, how could you not? She seems like 
perfectly kind so and nice. nice. So yeah. nice. And, yeah. and reasonable too. Like she doesn't get upset when Noel's a little bit conflicted. She's like, you go, I'll stay here. We'll figure this out later. You know, she's very reasonable and level-headed. Yeah. So Felicity is looking for Noel. She oh doesn't God, like that she doesn't have access to him 24-7. It is pissing her off she I, wants- the pettiest of petty moves <laughs> yeah she sticks a sticky on his door and says give me my pit back yeah, give me back my pit period no from felicity no please and like girl he was doing you a favor he was gonna watch your plant well, you were gone. <laughs> you stop it. She is so petty, and I absolutely adore it. Yeah, nothing's going to happen with your pit. You know, it's fine. She slams on the door. Bam! Give me back my pit. He's not, like, holding it hostage. But I loved it. It's such a petty move. Um, then we're back to Ben, who finds out that, like, it's so weird. So he's talking to his mom and he's like, I don't have the ticket. Like what's going on? And like, he thought that his parents had gotten him a ticket and wanted him to come home for Thanksgiving. But it turns out, no, like he apparently is not going home for Thanksgiving. Why would his parents give him like the workaround with this? Like that is so rude. Like I'm going to assume that based on what we know about Ben's family, that his mom wanted him to come home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. She had had like, and then, so then she did something with Ben and told him that, or made him think that then had a conversation with Ben's dad who was like, Oh, but why now? Why not just wait till Christmas or whatever? And then her mom, his mom had to backtrack. So they bought the ticket. No, they didn't buy the ticket. I think is the thing. You don't think so? I I don't know. Maybe maybe they, like, retracted the ticket. Like, I am going to get you the ticket. Like, Can I get a refund, please? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then we refund the ticket. Like... Uh, Listen, I don't know, and I also it's it's worse because I don't understand how the the technology is working in this. (laughs) I know. So wait, okay. So I think so. They go to the travel agency. They say one ticket, and then she's like, "Go to you you, to go pick up your ticket. Pick up your ticket at like city travel agency." But the issue is that there's thirty city travel agencies. In New York City. So she doesn't specify which one. So Ben is spending all day going to every single city travel agency being like, do you have my ticket? Do you have my ticket? Meanwhile, Ben's dad's like, I don't want Ben to come home. So then her mom, his mom calls city travel agency and says, please retract the ticket. Yes. And then but doesn't tell Ben that she took away the ticket so he's still looking but now has gone to every single uh, city travel agency and is okay this is like i'm just trying to figure it out i think it's very confusing but the gist of it is ben is not going home for thanksgiving he is now also going to be in new york city um and uh and sean i'm so sorry this character cracks me up he comes in and he says I figured out – he basically figured out a Thanksgiving loophole where he sure. says if you eat constantly before Thanksgiving, your stomach expands to three times its normal capacity. Wow. What and so you need to have, like, more room. And so he has been eating – I can't tell what these things are. Is it a candy bar or is it, like, a protein bar? Yeah, it's like a protein bar. 
Yeah, so he throws one over to Ben and is like, here, you need to eat these. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, he, I don't know. Uh, he, Sean is telling Ben about his brother's party. He's like, it's this huge, big, like, Long Island thing. It's a big blowout. There's fireworks. Kaboom. <laughs> it's like, okay. He's not. Ben, ben doesn't want to go to this type of shindig, I don't think. No, no, no. He says things, but no things. They do not want to go to this party. Um, but... Is this uh, so? I don't know. He's such like an interesting character. This guy. I will say there is like something to his logic in terms of like certainly the more you eat, the bigger your stomach can handle. Um, sure. but I don't know that like you can do this only like three days before Thanksgiving and get the results that you're looking for. <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, but I love I his. Listen, I love his trials you know i love he yeah. tries it he's willing to try anything exactly at least he's trying something it's yeah. not a good something but it's something it's something uh and then we get and th okay i gotta admit sarah this was one of my favorite scenes of the episode because of how extremely real it feels when you are hanging out with your bestie and like your bestie is very busy trying to do something and you are obsessing over something it could be mm -hmm. a guy most times it's it's like a person you're interested in but yeah. it can be anything and you keep bringing the conversation back to what you want to talk about <laughs> and i was like this is too damn real yeah and i love how julia is like you know what like i know where we're going with you and just like the nine other times that we worked through this this is what i think i love this because julie's like are we back on noel again <laughs> calling somebody out and she's like he and hannah are getting readjusted it's hard to get back on track he's probably just overwhelmed and felicity's like yeah but like it's just so so weird that I go to knock on his door and he's like not there sorry Felicity <laughs> that this man is not there for you a thousand hours of the day you know like so funny it's so funny though it's so it, this is so real Sarah like we've all had these conversations we were like it could be anything it could be like yeah but like did you just see the way he looked at me in the hallway because like did you what did you think that means you know oh, I've done this to you before you you do this to me yes a lot <laughs> in the, in in the now times we're both over 30 and this this yeah. conversation i still, still do it be like what do you think like you know this this situation you know exactly the situation yeah i'm, I'm saying yeah but, what like, does this mean and yeah. i'm like I mean, oh my okay. god there was a period of, i'll say i'll say there was a period of time where i was like interested in someone yeah and i was just like Every single thing that this person did, I was you just like, read and reread. What and does re this mean? Yeah. And I would like bring it up to you, and you'd be like, "Well, like this is what I think, but like this is also what I think." Yeah, and I would be like, "But why?" I, I don't know that you were ever super happy with my answers. <laughs> um, no. Probably not, because no. I'm I am like the Julie who is well, like, it's probably just this. <laughs> I was like, I mean, like all felicity wants and all i wanted was like you'd be like yeah this person is absolutely obsessed with you yeah, it's so obvious that he's in love with you That's exactly like all like that felicity that would that would be like the only thing that would like satisfy yeah exactly but, and me but julie's fucking busy because she's trying to find a free range turkey like for thanksgiving and i'm like julie girl you're in a dorm okay like 
it's fine if you literally go get like deli turkey and make a sandwich. Like it's not go fine. get a rotisserie chicken. Like, why are you doing this? How are you even gonna cook a turkey? You don't have an oven. It's not fine. You can't microwave a turkey. Nothing's fine. It's not fine. Oh my gosh. But anyway, they decide that tomorrow. Julie is going to go try to look for places while Felicity sets up. And I'm like, this feels terrible to be trying to get a turkey last minute, but okay, sure. Um, And then Felicity is doing her like little skincare routine before she goes to bed, brushing her teeth. She looks up and bam, there's Hannah. (laughs) There's Hannah. And and Hannah is like really frustrated at the situation with Noel and is Mm -hmm. starting to ask her for relationship advice or at least she's like talking about like oh boys like I can't read them like they you know something's like clearly up but like in wrong with like nothing's saying and then Felicity does like actually I really thought it was like very very kind and she like she parrots what Julie said like sometimes people just need time for things to get readjusted like yeah and and furthermore she says if it makes you feel better i don't know if it would but he talks about you all the time which is a one a blatant lie but two a lie to make hannah feel better which is like which is okay i know felicity when we're talking about growth we got to take baby steps you know this is massive massive growth for felicity yeah to think of someone not even just other than herself but to think of helping the girlfriend of the guy that you may or may not have feelings for yeah massive it was was huge i was very 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 pleased by felicity Mm -hmm. in these moments and impressed yeah, and she also lent uh, lent her her moisturizer because she forgot some, which is very nice of her. She yeah. did try to give her zit cream first and then be like, oh, I don't need this. It's like, bitch, we all need zit cream. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> well, Jennifer Garner was like, I don't need those. Yeah, and no, my skin is perfect. Uh, have you seen my gorgeous dimples? Yeah. Um, <laughs> although I will say Jennifer Garner as a human being seems like a very down-to-earth person. And I her daughter like is, is identical to her. Well, yeah. I mean. Isn't that crazy? I mean, genetics, bro. The genetics at work. Um, so, no yeah. No Affleck in that <laughs> child. No, but there, I'm pretty sure I saw a picture recently of, like, their son who does look just like Ben Affleck. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind yeah. of, like, creepy. It's almost like when you meet those people who are like, I'm going to get married and have two kids, and the girl is going to look exactly like me, and the boy is going to look exactly like my husband. It's kind oh. of like that, you know? Creepy. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Felicity is like tossing and turning in bed. She can't sleep. She, she like does an angry stomp down the hallway, <laughs> like, uh, putting on a sweater. And she's like thinking as she does, like, she's like heading to Noel's room. I don't know what she was going to do, uh, but she decides against it, turns back and then sees Noel getting out of the elevator. They like make eye contact for like the briefest of moments. And he looks away first, which mm-hmm. like only infuriates her more. Yeah. Where was she going? Like, no, where? It's, no. She was going to his room. Yeah, but she knows that Hannah's there. I know. I don't know also, what she's going to do. Where was Noel? Like, just wandering New York City, contemplating his relationship? That's sketchy. I think so. I mean, honestly, because it's, it's, I don't know what he's doing. It's night, right? Like, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, it's nighttime. It's time to go to bed. Yeah. Hannah's so- already in bed. If I. Ooh, if I was in New York visiting my boyfriend and my boyfriend was like left me and I had to go to bed on my own, I I would be so mad. 
Yeah. Yeah. He like, so she like, you know, Felicity does the little poke out into the hallway to see if he's still there. He's not. He goes into the room. He like kisses her shoulder as she's sleeping. Uh, and he like crawls in next to her and he's like, you know what? I was thinking it's a, it's a great idea. I want you to move to New York. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's seemingly made his decision. She seems very happy about it. They kiss. Um, I, I also am curious, like, I almost wish this is like a nearly perfect episode for me. I just have to admit that first. Okay. I almost wish we had gotten a small, small scene of, like, what Noel was doing in that time period. Like, how did he come to this decision? You know what I mean? Like, what was he yeah. doing where he suddenly had this, like, epiphany of, like, you know what? I should stick with Hannah. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I guess I am curious as well. But we are not privy to this information. So uh, we'll we'll move forward. It is Thanksgiving Day. Felicity and Julie are up very early starting their microwave food which is disgusting terrible yeah it it all looks very gross but i did see they had stovetop stuffing which you can make in the microwave and it's perfectly fine Mm. and i love i mean i'll do it on the i do it on the stove Uh, but you can do it in the microwave well you're but the thing about is that you end it in the oven to make the top crispy so i don't i don't know yeah but either way julie like she said she ended up in this place in chinatown and she got a free-range turkey, but Felicity opens the bag and says it has fur. And so I don't know what this is, but it would immediately be going in a dumpster far, far away from me. This is disturbing. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't even want to think about this this this. this no, month. we don't have to. They uh, invite, invite uh, Hannah and Noel. Um, uh, yeah. But Noel says, no, we have reservations at Ye Waverly. <laughs> and Hannah seems more like she wants to go to the Thanksgiving dinner with them. She's like, it would be more homey. It would be like, we could like hang out. And Noel's like, no, but I've been like looking forward to Yee Waverly. So we really should go there. Once again, kind of sus. Like what is happening? I guess like he wants, well, he wants to be away from Felicity. He doesn't want the awkwardness. Yeah. yeah. And she just wants to probably not be alone with Noel, to be honest with you. Yeah. And so, everyone is looking so funny. Like, Julie is looking from Noel to Felicity. Felicity is looking from Noel to Julie. Like, what is going on? Yeah. It's it's very <laughs> awkward. So we're back at Dean and DeLuca. It is probably now close for the holidays. They're wrapping up. And they basically want – they want – javier to give him uh a turkey or they no. need turkey advice they need someone because they're like, like you where have do we distributors. get turkeys? yeah like where can we get a turkey and he says well no no is back in the house and so that's not okay with me um and so he tries to like give them all of these instructions it's yeah like- directions to make a turkey <laughs> and they're like well we don't have turkey and he goes so or an you- oven <laughs> or an oven so he goes you can't make recipe yeah you can't make the recipe uh and she's like well, we thought cracks you me up <laughs> i we adam and i loved this line so you can't make recipe yeah it was it's so good so, it's so funny javier is like incredible and they're like well maybe you could like tell us to get a free range turkey and he's like today i ordered mine two months ago and they're like well what if you came to dinner and then they're like no oh, they did not say this Oh, did they say that? They oh, said yeah, they you said- could come to Thanksgiving and bring the turkey. And oh, then yeah. they're like, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, no. And then he goes, what time? 
Yeah, I oh, I love him. And I can I just say the other thing I love about Javier is when he gives them all of these instructions and they literally look so dumbfounded. He's doing all of these like hand gestures mm-hmm. as he's saying it. But it was so easy. So so everything. Was like, okay, the instructions to make the, the turkey was so easy. It was take a paper bag, put it in there, cover it with water, make sure it doesn't get dried out, make sure it's always moist, put it in the oven at 350. For three or, hours for 15 pounds. Yes. And that was it. Well, he also said you have to remove the innards, which he re- he called yeah. remove the little gifts from the inside. The little gifts. Which I loved because I'm like, it's the gizzards. It's fine. You know, Ew. it's disgusting. disgusting. Although I cooked them with the gizzards inside one or two times and it was fine. Ew. You just pull them out after. Anyway. Ew. Um, so he gets, he gets invited and we love Javier. We're very happy. I'm so happy to have more of him on the show. Please give me more Javier with his yellow tinted glasses. I need more of him, please. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, we get an interaction between Elena and her father and Elena's leaving. She doesn't want, um, any of this really. Like she doesn't like feel like her and her father are that close. Like they, uh, he goes, basically she's like i live 30 minutes away like you've never even been to my dorm room and and basically they're both saying that like you haven't shown up for me right and it goes both ways which i totally agree with like they're both in the wrong like it both goes both ways but also i mean i don't know there's something to be said about like you know her father is the uh, the quote he's the parent in the room the parent and like he should be showing up for her i agree i also am interested i hope we get more on like we knew that she had a single parent but we don't know the situation with her mom i don't Mm -hmm. think um so i would like to know more about like what happened and like how their relationship got to be this way maybe it's always been this way but like it feels like there was like an inciting incident you know maybe the death of her mom or something like that like i don't know maybe her mom left like i don't i truly don't know um but i would like more because i really do love elena and i like that we're getting individual scenes with elena because to me that says they're investing time in elena so she's going to be important enough that they are investing time in her yeah absolutely great read i totally agree and Mm -hmm. i do like the fact that we will be getting more content from Alina. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> another Hannah and Noel scene. <laughs> they're looking, they're looking, they're trying to find apartments for her on this really old computer. And he's like, uh, he, they're out talking about computers and they have the age old debate of Mac mm. versus PC. Yes. And he is very thrown off because she used to be a Mac person and she's yeah. not anymore. And yeah. he's so thrown off by all of this. Which means they are not compatible. Apparently. Apparently so. Uh, so I love that even in the 90s, the Mac versus PC debate was raging. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like we've said this on the podcast like a gazillion times. You are a Mac person. I am a PC person. Yeah. We somehow live in harmony, um, <laughs> except when a group text happens and I get yelled at well, for having okay. an Android. I want to say yes. that I have a best friend group chat, which you would be in <laughs> if you weren't an Android user. <laughs> I just want you to remember that. You just want me to feel so left out because you want me to get an iPhone simply so I could be in your best friend group chat. That is what I'm saying. (sighs) Does it bother you? Well, we never text. Let's be clear. We don't text. We don't, we do not communicate via text. I don't find it weird at all. I I I don't, I don't text anybody. Maybe my dad. 
Yeah, I think that's weird. I text. I um, communicate via so many other means. And you know why? Uh-huh. You know why I like to be able to communicate via other means? Because I can like, search the history of my conversation. You can you can do that elsewhere because if only you heard a iPhone. I will not get one. Um, uh, but yeah, but I yeah. just want you to remember that. that you I will being... forever remember that I am outside of your best friend group chat because I do not have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, only iPhone users allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Hannah's getting frustrated with Noel because he's playing with the magic eight ball and like he's like jokingly giving her like answers from it. And like I'm with Hannah, like we're trying to like seriously look at apartments and you're like fucking around. Like, be serious, bud. <laughs> I think we're both team Hannah. We're both like, you are a bunch of fuckery, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. we, we just want some yeah. five minutes of serious. Yeah, he says, I'm just trying to make this fun. And she says, I'm just trying to find a place to live. <laughs> so reasonable. Team Hannah. Yeah. I know. I told I mean, I really do feel that way. Like you're fucking around and I'm just trying to like figure this like logistically. Yeah. And it could be fun if you participated. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, like I can see us like having like brunch outside this like area and like we can like make out on the kitchen countertops over here like it could be fun if you participated and stop fucking around with that stupid ball but he's like oh felicity likes to fuck around yes yes because you know what felicity's younger and more immature than hannah the mature queen yeah so he's Um, like i want felicity to handle my balls and i don't know it's just like so much so so much uh such angst. a man just wants his balls played with yeah so then we uh julie and felicity are no re- you skipped the very very important ben sean scene where they talk about ben's fashion going to a party and sean is like you're dressed too casually for a thanksgiving party <laughs> Which, i mean sure i i mean the thing is what the hell was sean gonna wear you know what i mean <laughs> I don't remember. I'll have to look and see what he's wearing at the end of the episode because I'm like, he makes such a big stink about Ben. No, he just winds up coming in a a t-shirt and shorts. Oh, well, then what the hell? Well, I mean, I think that he's like making it sound like his party is like a big thing. It is very funny. Um, Are you a casual holiday dresser or like, do you need a fit? Because I need a fit. No, I am very casual. Like I would say, especially if it's just like like you know immediate family i'm wearing like leggings and something comfortable no, like, i like i like having a holiday outfit can i tell you i tried i had there were two family christmas parties this year at my parents house okay yeah. i showed up to both in a very very cute sweater however when you have 30 plus people in a house mm. it gets fucking hot and so you yeah. know what I did as a backup, and I'm so glad I did. I brought a maroon tank top, and you know what I rocked at both parties? A maroon, maroon fucking tank, maroon top. tank top. Hey, it's festive. It's red. Beauty is pain. Yeah, and I don't want to be in pain, so I'd rather be ugly. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're cooking. We're cooking. It looks like a disaster. Julie is working on her father's sweet potato recipe. It comes out of the microwave not looking right. She is a yeah. very upset. And her and Felicity have a heart-to-heart, um, which I mentioned earlier about, like, she just wants her parents to show up and, like, hug her and, like, so be sad. there. It's so sad. And Felicity is just being 
such a good friend being there. Yeah. And, and I love I love what Julie says too, where she says, if I told them, if they knew what happened, mm-hmm. that would change who I am to them. And they wouldn't look at me the same way yeah. again. Which, like, to be fair to Julie. Any person that knows her in her general vicinity has been being like, are you okay? How are you feeling? And she doesn't True. want that from her parents. And so like, gosh, it's not, again, not that this particular situation is relatable to me, but the idea that your parents would look at you differently if they knew X, Y, or Z is I think a very relatable subject to most people. And I love that Julie is just like, I just, I'm so conflicted. Maybe I'll tell them at Christmas. And to your point, Felicity is just so comforting she says just tell them when you're ready to tell them she's like sitting next to julie just generally being there for her which i thought was really really nice yeah i was really really happy with uh felicity and in this episode and then we have hannah come out and she like compliments the sweet potatoes and is like is that mini marshmallows they look so good Uh, i'm going out to the store do you guys need anything Hannah's so nice. Why is Hannah so nice? We love Hannah. Hannah is so nice. Yeah. Um, and basically, she, they, they're like, no, no, thank you. And like the girls, like I don't know, they, they, they're like, let's just like, let's go, let's yeah, get let's- this. We got a clicking to do. And it's really awkward because Noel tries to talk to Felicity about the like magic eight ball. He's like, I got Outlook good. Did you ever get that? And Felicity's like, I have to go wash these. So she leaves and Noel immediately looks at Julie and he's like, oh, yeah, she's mad. And Julie's like, well, you haven't been friendly. No. And and Julie's like, what do you think? Like, you've been a fucking asshole to us. Like, of course, she's like not happy with you. And I love that from Julie as well. Being like such a girl's girl for Felicity. Look at them. Yeah. She's like, you should do better than what you're doing. Julie really is i'm gonna be honest and say julie is one of the better friends on this show i feel like from day one she has been she has had felicity's back she's been like do you like ben are you sure you don't like ben i'm gonna go after ben you know what i mean she's always there for felicity and i feel like finally felicity is like sort of reciprocating it even though yeah like we said she certainly has ulterior motives yeah julie only bites when she is antagonized yeah exactly and so noel kind of says he's like whenever they're together i just like i freak out i spaz out i don't know what i'm doing um and so he leaves to find felicity then we see uh it's like the timing of this is all incredible because ben shows up and like julie's really excited to see him and uh she's like oh you look so nice and felicity is in the men's bathroom cleaning out this bowl because i think that there's more sinks in there i don't know why the reasoning is but who knows so she's it's in literally there. for the sole purpose of having ben walk in on yeah him. so then be ben walks in but she's no no walks in oh sorry my apologies yeah uh so no walks in um i like his outfit he's wearing like brown pants and a black shirt he looks good yeah but so then they're having an interaction and they're like talking about like the awkwardness and he's apologizing and she's yeah she snaps at him i love her Mm -hmm. thing i thought i was just one of your kids in your dorm yeah yeah so she's snapping back and then uh, he kisses her well okay yes yes this is everything okay everything in like the drama department is what i mean because she says like all it takes is her saying i hate not being able to talk to you it's one of the Mm -hmm. worst things ever and noel that like 
made his heart go a flutter. You know, yes. he was like, oh, she wants to talk to me. <laughs> and she's just like, don't be flattered. That's not what it's about. Like all for all I care, like your beautiful girlfriend can move to New York and it doesn't bother me. I'm not jealous. Um, And she says like, she keeps talking, keeps talking, keeps talking. And it's very obvious that she is jealous. Very and Noel jealous. kisses her. Yeah. And I was like, no. He, and it wasn't, let me be honest, Sarah. This was, no, this is not your mother's peck. This was full on capital M-O yeah. make out. Yeah, these two, these two can kiss. And the, yes, like the, oh, okay. I can't, I'm getting spicy because let me just say, like, listen, Noel's an asshole for doing this, right? We all can admit Hannah is a lovely, lovely human being. Noel has done this already one time and he's doing it again. And it's awful while she's visiting, let alone. It's terrible. Noel's he's a dog. Person. He is a dog, a dog. Um, However, Scott Foley's fluffy little lips know how to kiss. Ugh. It's I so conflicting, Sarah, because you're like so upset for Noel at Noel for kissing her. And then they stop too. Here's the thing. They have a moment where they stop and they mm -hmm. both are like the wheels churning in their head. Yeah. Like, should, and we then doing she, this? should we be doing this? And then she goes after him. And I and was like, arms no. around the neck and everything. <laughs> and they are going yeah. at it like ravenous animals who are starving. Yeah. yeah. And then Ben walks into them. And for the third time, I screamed, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because he walks in. His mouth just drops open as at what he's witnessing. And then my favorite part of this entire thing, uh, you know, is he has a teeny tiny smirk creep across his face because we know Sarah in the back of his mind. He's like, yes, this bitch will no longer be stalking me. Praise Jesus. <laughs> what a win. What a win it was for Ben. So funny. I this scene was literally everything to yeah. me it was it was really it was really funny to react to because i was just like i think i was like but hannah's so nice yeah <laughs> yeah she is and it's a travesty this is a fuck up of a major proportion yeah and it was but it was so incredible because let, let's be real okay we love dawson's creek Joey ain't got it, all right? Katie Holmes can't kiss. <laughs> she she can't struggles. Kiss. Felicity, yeah. Harry Russell, and uh, Scott Foley they can, can kiss. kiss for fucking days. They, yeah. Their chemistry, oh my. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited to see. Obviously, we're eventually going to get a Ben and Felicity situation, and I want to see them make out because we need to judge against each other. Who in your mind – who do you think is going to have the better chemistry make out to make out comparison? 1,000% Noel and Felicity. I think so too. Scott Foley just looks like he would just like, oh my God. Like I would rock fall your mouth off. into those lips. Those mm. lips look like not necessarily experienced lips, but very gentle and yet aggressive lips. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm sorry. I did not listen to anything that you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> at all i was I just love thinking him. about scott fully if you've made it an hour and 17 minutes into this podcast where two 30 year old adult women are just <laughs> just spawning <laughs> over the idea of scott fully makeouts mm -hmm. um welcome welcome mm -hmm. to our podcast yeah and he still looks good today um yes and i will say in my opinion um the actor who plays ben whose name i never remember looks 20 times better now than he did when he was ben 
Um, so I mean, they age has done them well. And plus, Scott Foley played a, a really lovely, incredible actually, both of them. This is very funny to me now. Noel and Ben both were on Grey's Anatomy, and both of them played characters I loved. So oh. there you go. A little tidbit. Okay. <sighs> so, oh my god, just incredible. And then Felicity walks out of the bathroom and her hair which is already like curly and a little bit nuts at times looks insane yeah it looks like it's sex hair it's sex hair it's but it's sex really, hair how did your hair get so messed up she it, looks like she just came out from underneath like uh i don't even know she crawled out from underneath a rock after five days <laughs> like she's so dazed and confused yeah, it's so funny so she comes out and she's just like all like flustered and Ben, she walks into Ben and she's just like, oh, Ben, like, I didn't know you were going to be here. And it's like, yeah, like, my tickets are got canceled. And so, like, Ben's in the know. Felicity doesn't know that Ben's in the know. Then Hannah comes out and they introduce Hannah oh, as. So awkward. No, girlfriend yeah. from Boston. Oh, yeah. God. And he's like, oh, girlfriend. Wow. Okay. Yeah, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi. Okay, I'm Ben. Hi. <laughs> and then the choreography of all of this is just so beautiful because then we get. Um, does Noel come out yet? Noel or? comes out. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it is Ben and Hannah are meeting. Julie and Felicity are in the hallway with them. And then Noel comes out. And it's like, and then Hannah follows Noel. And then Ben is like, oh, okay, I'm going to go get some extra plates. Uh, oh, yeah. So they, don't have a, they don't have enough plates. Like, they're yeah. starting to stress out about, like, all these people here and they don't have enough plates. So then. <laughs> There's a small moment when Ben leaves and it is just Julie and Felicity in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had this as a gif where Felicity looks at Julie and she does the like funniest I'm innocent. Nothing happened. Smile <laughs> I've uh-huh. ever seen. It was so funny. Carrie Russell is an icon. It was so funny. Yeah, she's she full is... of showing teeth. Yeah. Good, good, good face. She's like, doesn't she say something like I'm going to go have like a mental breakdown now? <laughs> she's like, Yeah, she um, oh, I'm trying to think of when she says it like uh she it's not until after so javier and elena show up yes but the biggest turkey that's ever existed it looks how he's carrying this thing like a normal person (gasps) yeah it's huge and then elena comes in and they're like elena what are you doing here and she's like um i am here because like i didn't want to be home like what's going on and she gets invited to the dinner but then javier comes in and is like this will not do you need candles i Where's love your candles? him he's like i need to i need to do something with this we need candles where are the candles we can't have the dinner without candles <laughs> he's like we need to decorate i need to like d- and he, and- he sasses julie and he says oh are you gonna get dressed you look like you're ready for basketball no she, he was like you look good but for uh, to play basketball <laughs> King Javier. That cracked me up so Especially because this is such a typical 90s shirt where it's like some random jersey with the number zero on the front. Like it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. But you it's good, so funny. But I love basketball. it. <laughs> and, and this is Joking. when uh, Julie's like, oh, where are you going uh, to Felicity? And she's like, oh, I'm going to hyperventilate. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is chaos. So It's everything though. Like yeah. the... I love a scene where it's like so much is happening and like there are certain people in the know and certain people not and they're weaving in and out of the scene. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. So good. So enjoyable. Like I said, the choreography was just like beautiful because like, like the way that like people 
come in and come out and like come through the elevator at the exact right time and like open the door during it's just everything just had to work out in this very specific way that is so satisfying and it was just very well done honestly it was so perfect uh and then so yeah so then we go back to noel and hannah and noel um hannah says i'm feeling kind of tired like are you sure you want to go to dinner and noel's like well listen i guess if you want to eat here we can there's room and i'm just like you just made out with another participant in this dinner and now now you want to stay here this you is crazy dirty, dog dirty dirty dog dirty dog uh and uh and yeah and hannah so then hannah's like okay yeah sure and then she asks about oh have you tried the pc lately they're not so bad and then they, again more argument about pc versus mac and and all that nonsense mm -hmm, um, yeah just showing how yeah. incompatible they are yeah uh and uh and yeah hannah's just like oh is this crazy like what we were talking about doing and this is when hannah admits uh that well when i just went out now i i was actually making a phone call to a guy at northwestern who i've been sort of spending time together <gasps> nothing's happened we haven't slept together or anything mm -hmm. but i like him and she has the same excuse as Noel, where she says i thought it was because i missed you and i was lonely um and i thought i would get here and see you and we make this plan but it doesn't feel right and they both kind of agree now my question to you sarah i am of course tinfoil having this situation yeah do you think that Hannah is telling the truth or that she does have a guy back at Northwestern that she really likes or does she sense mm. that Noel is not all in on this and is giving him an easy out? Oh, I think that she does have somebody. I think so. I kind of think Maybe so too. It's not like, I don't think that's to the point that like Noel and Felicity got like with making out or being intimate, but I I do think that she has something going on. I do too, because when they first interacted, like with the make out and then they both stopped, it wasn't like he just stopped. It felt like they both weren't into it. Yeah, there is some hesitation mm -hmm. on but, both parties. And Noel does admit, he says, oh, I've sort of had the same thing. And Hannah says, have I met her? Never mind. I don't want to know. That's uh, the good move, honestly. Oh, like, God. It, like, obviously, your curiosity wants to know, but it's such a better move to just not know. Well, especially, I mean, nowadays, nowadays, the move is to not know and then pretty much immediately uh, go on their social media after. Uh, I, I really <laughs> behoove you to not do that. I'm just saying, you know, people do that. It is not satisfying at, not in the slightest. Yeah, it's not the move. It never is. Um, And so, yeah, she says, the stupid thing is I still love you, but things are different now, aren't they? And Noel says, yeah, they're, mm -hmm. they're different. So we get the vibe that like things are they're they're not they're not gonna last. No, of course they're not gonna last. They're done. No. They're cooked. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They both. I mean, they agree they love each other, but like, I mean, you can love someone and still not be with them. You know, shit just happens. Life happens. Circumstances happen. Uh, so Ben is back at his apartment, and Sean is just like housing junk food on the couch. <laughs> Mm -hmm. he has fritos he has doritos he has sandwiches he has soda he has everything what a lucky guy <laughs> uh, and uh and yeah he's like oh what happened to the party like what are you doing here and sean's just like oh i just didn't feel like going um and he's like eh, i just wasn't into it 
Uh, and but he does say, here's the thing. He says, oh, I called my cousin and said that I just wasn't into it. And Ben's like, wait a minute. I thought it was your brother. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I just called my cousin. It just sounds like, okay, did he really not get invited anywhere? Like, yes. is that the situation? That's so yes. sad, though. It's because he's eccentric and he has no friends. Oh, it makes me so sad. Yeah, he he's Aww. a weirdo. So he had nobody. Yeah, and I, I love this, though, where Ben's like, well, hey, why don't you, like, come with me? And he's like, oh, can I go like this? And he's like, yeah, of course. And yeah, which means, like, he was dressed, like, kind of like a slob So, yeah. which is, like, funny because he was, like, that's exactly what he was, like, you know, don't don't dress like you have to dress fancy. But, yeah, um, yeah I'm glad that Ben was there for his uh, his little buddy. I love this. And he still has the like Kodak vending machine in the apartment too, which made me happy. <laughs> yeah. Because it's pretty silly. Um, and then Felicity walks in the bathroom and overhears Hannah crying in one of the stalls, which is like so sad and breaks my heart because Hannah is such a sweet person. Uh, and Felicity asks if she's okay. And she like, again, I'm, I'm just going to give a little bit of credit to Felicity, even though she did a very bad thing, a very, very bad thing. Um, <laughs> She uh, hands Hannah some like toilet paper and uh, and Hannah, I like I feel bad for Hannah because not only is like this a really tough thing to go through, but she's essentially going through it alone because she doesn't have a support system here. No, no. support system is here. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like, I don't know, like I think it's like really hard a to um, I don't know, like I kind of went through this like to break up with somebody that you were with for a long time but then like also have like someone like yourself but then like it's just it's all a big risk and also like to to have that other like your ex also have somebody just feels like a slap in the face too so like you're mourning the fact that like you know, you're breaking up and things are yeah. changing, but also you're mourning the fact that, like, you know, this person's, like, not interested in you anymore, which also hurts. But, and, like, I don't know, like, assuming, like, she does. And to know that, like, she, I think that she knows that's Felicity. Oh, she figures it out because uh like hannah says like oh it's so weird how things change and hannah says he's a great guy yeah. uh and felicity says i know yeah. and i think i mean hannah's very smart it, i mean mm -hmm. and plus it's not like noel is the smoothest guy ever no um, no so she so, certainly has figured out that it's felicity yeah and it probably also hurts that like once again like felicity is the exact opposite of her yes and that yes. must feel like really shitty too because it's just like oh, you just, I don't know, like, things change. Like, we grew apart. You have interest in somebody that is, like, the exact opposite of me. Yeah. So it's a very sad situation. And, yeah, like, she's there on her own um, without a support system. Like, what yeah. do you think, um, like, what do you think that Felicity is thinking in this situation? Like, does she think that they got found out that they just made out. Do you think that Felicity thinks that like, Oh, he broke up with Hannah yeah. for me. Like, what do you think 
Felicity is thinking. In this, this is moment. a great question. I think when Felicity first sees Hannah crying, she thinks we've been found out and she's like, but I'll, you know, I want to offer some support and some toilet paper to wipe your tears. But I think that when Hannah says he's a great guy, I think Felicity is like, oh, she doesn't know we just made out because I don't think that she would be saying that. Like, I think she thinks like, obviously it's over between them and Noel picked me and that's why she's crying. And so she feels like she has the the one-upsmanship on, on, like she won over Hannah basically. Right. Yeah. So you think that maybe she thinks that Hannah, that that um noel just broke it off with hannah yeah i think so because he has feelings for felicity which is partially true but like it's he didn't make the first move hannah did no exactly it's like not actually like full credit (laughs) but yeah she kind of just feels like oh like i won because like he just chose me which is kind of funny like that's why she's like being so kind to hannah because she thinks that she's like one up one over yeah 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 and Mm. can i just say right here now before we end this episode because we're very close to the end um noel is craven noel is a coward and i am as much as again much love to scott foley for those pillowy lips Mm. um Mm -hmm. uh noel the character is a coward because look at like literally all of these situations right he he makes one move on felicity and then immediately is like oops i have a girlfriend and then he waits until she is like i miss talking to you and then just assaults her face with kisses and then like continues to do so and then instead of doing the you know like right thing and just saying to hannah what's going on he waits for her he like says no i'm just gonna live with this lie and you're gonna move to new york he waits for her to say i don't think this is a good idea i've met someone else he doesn't even tell her everything not that he at that point, it's kind of just salt in the wound. But, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, me too, I guess. Yeah. And that's he's it. A dirty, he's a dirty dog. That's dirty what it dog. Is. Dirty he's dog. Like, he's the quote-unquote nice guy. Fuck yeah. off. He is not a nice guy. Uh, <laughs> no. No, not in this situation. Not at all. So no. um, we then have, like, a little ending montage. Everybody's at the dinner table. Hannah's feeling better. Uh, she's no longer crying. The, the sitting arrangements are very interesting here. We have Hannah's next to Noel. Noel's next to Julie. Julie's next to Felicity. Who's uh, at the head of the table. Who's at the head of the table, of course. Of course. Uh, and then I think, is it... Uh, ben is on the other side ben, of Felicity. And Sean is sitting next to Sean, Ben. And then Javier... And then is Javier there, is and cutting then the Elena, turkey. Elena's at the is at the there end. as well. So it's just like <laughs> it, it's very interesting. Like Noel is still sitting next to Hannah. It's very awkward. Yeah, but everyone seems to be having like a really great time. Like they're they have plenty of candles. Um, the avocado pit is like the centerpiece. Beautiful, which stunning, is questionable. <laughs> I think I don't know what Javier has to say about that, but I have a feeling he wouldn't like it very much. No. Um, and uh, and yeah, everyone's like smiling and passing food. And there is a moment like this look between Hannah and Noel, kind of like a we both know it's over, but this is our last time together sort of thing. So like we're gonna yeah. make the best of it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then Noel is just staring at Felicity because like, he's when is he not? He's a creep. And yeah. then, um, open up the elevator door 
and Elena's dad's there. Yes, I was so, oh my gosh. I was not expecting this, I have to admit. And when it happened, I was so happy. Like he shows up and everyone's looking at him and Elena looks so surprised and she goes over and she like, they talk. And I was just like, oh, this is exactly what she wanted. Well, this is exactly what Julie wants. And we get a shot of Julie looking over and it's just really sad. It really breaks my heart. And I think that this is probably going to be like a motivator for her to try to find her mom, which is one of the reasons why she came to New York. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop this beautiful moment. And I sent you a picture. <laughs> I could, I saw exactly the same thing when I was watching the episode. I, we have seen Elena's full ass breasts. Through, that's the that's the sentence. The gold shirt is not. There's so much nipple. Well, she's. It's. It must be cold. Thing. <laughs> No, but like the curvature of her boobs as well. Like yeah. I just saw her entire boob. Yeah. They look great. I, I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm I'm just like applauding her, but like yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. I'm like this is like you you very revealing. But anyway, yeah. I just I just wanted I couldn't not. And then um on top of that, <laughs> we see this scene where like Javier's like pushing away like the food that's trying to be passed to him yeah yeah it was very funny but heartwarming moment and then um i think you you said it best where um such or maybe it was lindy it was our friend lindy who was like this is such a beautiful moment and then fucking sally started talking we don't need sally we really i honestly show can you please just get rid of sally it makes no sense we don't care about her we've never met her why do i give a single shit about how she celebrated thanksgiving yeah i honestly i don't even want to reward sally and uh in any of it because i really don't care no it honestly it would have been so much better if we had felicity doing this voiceover or julie doing this voiceover talking about her found family because let's be real like this is julie's found family and she's having a rough she's the one who's going through it she's the one who's like i don't want to go home and talk to my parents and have to tell them everything and also she's looking for her mom right so there's like that situation happening as well so it's like why wouldn't this be a voiceover either by felicity or by julie about found family why do we have to hear from fucking sally I'm really displeased with the Sally stuff because I really just could not give a shit. No, and, no one cares. And I'm very curious how they're going to try to make us care because it's going to happen. They're going to try. They're going to have to. Yeah, I, I truly don't know. But all I know is like Sally ruined this moment for me and I'll forever resent her for it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I hate you, go Sally. Why do you yeah. have to do this? Yeah, why are you like this? Uh, but that was the episode. It was honestly incredible. I think it was my favorite episode of the season so far. Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Excellent episode. I really liked it. I really, really enjoyed um, like all every every part of it. It was mm-hmm. just great all around. Yeah. Uh, so, so good. Um, are you ready to get into some feedback that we have? From yeah, absolutely. All right, Do it let's up. Let's hear from DBK. What up, though, ladies? Uh, we have a Thanksgiving episode, this one. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be pretty excited about this one because I feel like you guys are a big Thanksgiving episode people. 
So this is uh, the first Thanksgiving episode in Felicity. Maybe mm. there'll be more. I mean, Thanksgiving happens during the school year, so it's oh. probably a good possibility. We finally get to meet Hannah, who is the one and only Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. who a uh, couple fun facts about Jennifer Garner. At one point, she was married to Scott Foley in real <gasps> life. I did not uh, know she that. Plays uh the main character in alias which is another jj abrams joint which is like basically based off felicity if you've ever like heard the interview where he says that that the idea for alias came from like what if felicity was a spy oh Uh, yeah funny funny stuff uh we get some more javier basically at the end of this episode i would say we get like basically the crew is all around minus two people one person we haven't met yet and obviously megan's not there but yeah this Megan is a good episode lots of fun stuff i'm sure you guys are gonna be like uh going crazy about the whole no felicity thing and like <laughs> what are we gonna do about the plate that always cracks me up and then Ben's reaction. Oh, this is this is uh, Noel's girlfriend. Oh, really, really. Oh. <laughs> anyway, though, this this is a great episode. Javier, funny line. To, uh, Julie, you're gonna change when she's in her little jersey. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, next week, very excited. Another good episode coming. So I can't wait for that one. And uh, yeah, until next week, ladies. Peace. Uh, we indeed, indeed did freak out. Very, the, yeah, yes. very, very good. So many good lines. We we loved this episode. It was so good. So fun. Um, and then we also got an email from our lovely listener, or l- listener Linda. Sorry, lovely listener Linda was very hard for my mouth to say. <laughs> the alliteration is quaking. Uh-huh. Uh, she says, hey, ladies, what's Thanksgiving without some juice without something juicy a quick behind the scenes morsel for this episode uh scott foley and jennifer garner actually met filming this episode and were married for around three years wow they were married for three years uh jennifer also met gj abrams filming this uh who would go on to cast her an alias which is rumored to be the reason for their divorce <gasps> what word going around oh my god i can't linda this is everything word going around back then was that allegedly scott didn't handle her rise to fame very well Mm. jennifer later said she regretted getting married so young and the trajectory they were on was bound to implode wow scott foley is a jealous bitch i guess so uh and linda also said one more thing i'm super excited for you guys to finally meet one of my absolute favorite characters in the next episode so that must be the episode the character that um dbk was one of one of which yeah one of um so that's really exciting thank you so much for uh sending that in i love the tea linda my gosh love that um also can i just say sarah i'm gonna reveal hmm. the next episode title to you what's that and then i might have a little bit of like a uh prediction okay the next episode is titled finally oh we be fucking that's exactly what my brain went to we be fucking we be finally. fucking yeah. scott fully fucks wow. we gonna see him fuck felicity a lot of wow. happening. fully fucks felicity I think that's what's oh, going to happen. Okay. Um, so season wow. one, episode 10 next week. And guess what? Hmm. Guess what? We're not what? alone. What? We're being joined by the one and only lovely Todd the Librarian. Um, Just some behind the scenes stuff. 
If you're going to send in any feedback, you're going to have to get it in real quick this week because we know this drops on Monday and we are going to be recording tomorrow, Tuesday, the 16th. Mm -hmm. So if you want your feedback heard, if you want us to get your feedback, send it in um, by the evening of the 16th Mm -hmm. in order for us to get it on the podcast. I'm going back to... east coast back to your roots back to my my roots yeah your uh, yeah. roots. yeah i am sick and tired of the negative six degree weather in the midwest <laughs> yeah let me tell you no snow on the ground here we're uh it is just freezing rain. frigid cold yeah um so make sure you send in your feedback if you want us to get it um i've been loving felicity i'm really excited for next episode i feel like obviously having a guest makes me think something big happens the title of it being finally feels yeah. like oh finally we're, felicity we're, and Noel are getting, getting together hard to talk about sex for an hour i mean i i really don't know because it could be i mean in my predictions i had guessed sex wouldn't come until later um, I have Felicity loses her V card with Nolan episode 14 and okay. you have Felicity loses her V card with Ben on episode 22. So oh, wow. we'll see either way. I feel like finally is like a finally they're able to be together or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to. Of course, if you somehow missed that we're covering Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, we're doing that as well. Those podcasts drop on Thursdays. We record on, um, on Mondays. So, uh if you want to send in feedback on buffy feel free to do that as well we're enjoying that really fun ride uh new year new us um Mm -hmm. kind of uh and then um empire records we talked about a little bit in this podcast that dropped earlier this week and that thing you do is coming up we're going to be covering that thing you do later this month Mm -hmm. um so that's really exciting uh anything else you want to add sarah no i'm just really excited to uh see what comes next in felicity i think that it definitely uh jump started my excitement for the show so uh i'm 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 here for the mess i know i might this might be one of those occasions where like as soon as we're done recording i go watch the next episode just because i'm like what is gonna happen yeah you're curious i'm very curious um so of course if you want to send in feedback or get in touch with us at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram shit 90s pod.com or shit 90s pod at gmail.com is how you can reach us lots of different ways um but we appreciate anybody who listened or sent in feedback thank you so much uh, we'll be back next week with season one, episode 10. Finally. Uh, Finally. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, but thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.